I am Coach Fig along with Coach Debbie. Before we get to the topics, I think Coach Debbie has uh, a few announcements. Well, I, I just wanted to talk about we did a clinic mm-hmm. this last Sunday. Um, and we had a small turnout, but we did have a lot of fun and it was a beautiful day. Really beautiful. And we worked on some really good things, softening the hand at the nut, um, third shot. What else did we work on? Positioning, court positioning. positioning. Yes. But, um, we were out there for about two, almost two hours. We finished by playing a, a game. And uh, it was really, really nice. We're going to do it again this uh, Sunday, 1 to 3. If you want to come and drop by. and In Banning. In Banning at the, you say, the park. Replier. Replier Park, anyhow. Um, it's off of Wilson and Banning. And we'd love to have you. And we're going to try to have a bigger, bigger group. We're going to have a couple of courts and um do some drilling and all that and then if we have a good group we'll go ahead and uh, break and have some some games some maybe a little round robin or something like that okay and now that the maintenance out of the way let's talk about the topics we're going to continue with the topic from last week which we talked about the returning side but this time we're going to talk about the serving side and how to position and then we're going to talk about can you be a good teammate are you a good partner or are you a good partner partner teammate tomato tomato same thing all right first we're going to talk about court positioning on the serving side now on this side it's a little different than in the return side because now it's basically what your partner does on the third shot in order dictates what you're going to do now if you if your partner hits a high lob you don't want to rush the net you want to stay back, see what's going to happen, and then rush as a team. That's always the goal is to rush as a team. Now, <clears throat> you really want to go to the net when the ball is low to your opponent's feet or when they're reaching for the ball. When they're reaching for the uh, ball, that's when you want to come up because most likely they're going to pop the ball up. Now, a lot of people don't know that technically speaking, the ball mostly goes to the middle of the court and you should rush to the middle of the court when you hit a third shot drop, especially a good one. And that's when you should just charge the middle and pop it. That's where the pops are a lot of the times. They're not to the side or to the angle. A lot of beginner players don't have the feel and touch for that. So if you cover the middle and move as a team, that's the winning recipe to success. Do you have anything to add to that? Um, I'm going to kind of roll it back and make it a little bit more elementary. Okay. Um, We're talking about as a serving team, both of the partners are back. The server will go ahead and serve the ball, and you must, as we all know, wait for it to be returned and allow the ball to drop. So you can't be running into the net willy-nilly after the serve. You're going to have to actually kind of stay back, wait to see what kind of ball they give you. If they give you that short ball, then both of you should be moving forward. One of you obviously needs to say mine or you know it's you know definitely on your side. 
but both of you should be moving forward together to get that ball so that when that ball does go over, whether you're going to hit a short ball, you most likely are going to hit more of a, a deep ball, right, to try and keep them back. Um, you both will be at either mid-court or maybe if you made it all the way to the volley zone together. The last thing you want is for one of you to go and get the short ball while the other one still stays back. Right. Correct? Yes. Okay. Just wanted to add that. Okay, so also, as you just stated, it's bad to stay one forward, one back. There's too many holes there. The person in the front could get smashed on, and that's not what you want to do. You want to move as a team. You want to cover as a team and uh, cover each other, as you stated last week. Um, What was the dimensions again? It's 20 feet side to side. 20 feet side to side. If you leave four inches to the side of the court and they hit that shot congratulations let them do it over and over and over again and if they can then they deserve the win well as we've and in doubles with tennis what we would say is if they keep hitting the the first time down the line just say nice shot second time down the line all right that's a nice shot third time you're gonna have to cover that now you're gonna have to cover it but um you know give them a couple if they get hit one good shot yeah i was referring to the cross yeah. court oh the cross the court. cross court that yes you're going down the no no, no. Gotcha. the cross court gotcha. then congratulations you own that shot right you always want to cover the middle mm-hmm. and your line especially where the balls hit in front of you so that's what right. i was talking about Sorry. the out uh, the side congratulations let them have it so that pretty much covers the doubles uh, uh serving side and now you want to talk about how to be a great partner yeah um this this kind of came up over the course of a couple of weeks. Uh, a couple of things I've seen in some of the forums. And then also things that I've heard people say when they're playing. Pickleball is unique in that pickleball is really a lot of open play. If you play pickleball, you know what that means. It's basically you're going to show up at a location. And a bunch of other people will show up at a location. And most of them, it's all different kinds of levels all different kinds of attitudes, all different kinds of styles of play. So you get paired up with someone, right? Now, are they going to be a great partner for you? My idea and and the way I wanted to uh, convey this is are you a good partner? One of the things I see or don't see is people don't really talk to each other. Just, hey, my name is Sue. Oh, my name's Tom. Okay, let's go play. No one says, hey, do you like to cover? Will you cover my lob? I cover your lob. Um, Do you like to serve? You know, as in you want to get them to be the first server. Um, Do you, you know, there's no questioning. It's just like, okay, well, let's go play. And then you just assume, you're assuming that they know what you know. Well, maybe they don't know what you know. Right. And so we kind of put some things together to try and make us all be a little bit better, um, uh, partners for other people when you do get your own partner obviously you can also use these these things to work on your team as your your you know partner that you always play with but you're really going to be in those situations when you're playing tournaments maybe when you're going to play practice matches yes so one of the first things that we're going to talk about is um be consistent okay don't be a show-off (laughs) (laughs) we're looking at someone in the room but okay the idea is that consistency 
you're getting your returns back. You're getting, you know, you're, you're, you're keeping the ball in play. You're not making, you know, grand, uh, you know, shots that you make one out of seven, right? Yes. Well, it's fun. And, well, it's fun. <laughs> well, it's fun and entertaining. It's, you know, your partner's probably going, oh, geez, can we get a point here or not? Right? And the, the other thing that's hilarious is uh, don't try to outshow each other. So you see your opponent do a tweener. So all of a sudden, you're all, okay, I can do that better than you. So all of a sudden, you do a tweener. And it's sort of counterproductive, but people do it, which is fine. You know, some people go to uh, have fun, quote unquote. But if you want the high level consistency, try to avoid that. So that that's one of them. I, I kind of threw that out there. It was for kind of a little bit of a fun. We love you. We do. We do. <laughs> All right. Communication. This is the key element. I think we've talked about this before, but are you communicating? I kind of said that in the very beginning. Hey, do you like to serve? Do you, are you going to cover my lob? Should I cover your angle lob, you know, and such and such. You got to talk and not only just talk about strategy or whatever, but you need to talk and say, Hey, good try. Good, good shot. Or, you know, you got to throw something out there that, to where you feel a little bit more connected with each other. I know people like to slap paddles or hands. I'm not a big fan of that. Don't don't hit my paddle, you know. I'm not going to hit yours. But I can say to you, hey, good shot, and give you a smile or maybe a wink or something just to tell you, good try, right? Keep you, keep you in a positive frame. Um, and that's where you find out where the level of thinking is, whether or not they know certain things that you don't. And you can discover those things quicker. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of the things is also, along with this communication, is be positive. Now, I know that it's easy to say, and I'm, I'm not saying that I am perfect. I don't think anyone listening to this podcast or in this room has been the absolute perfect partner. <laughs> we, we have... You have. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> we all have had that situation where we're trying to be positive, and yet that's like the fifth return you've missed in a row, right? And you're like, oh, geez, can I get out of here? Can I please just, you know, get out of this one? I know it's hard, but the more positive, the better positive language, body language. Um, you know, one of the things is like, Right? Yeah. You may be holding your breath, and, and when they miss, you just let your the breath out, but they're going to go, oh, geez, they're, they're huffing and puffing at me, right? You got to kind of check yourself a little bit and be a little bit f- more positive. And like I said, I'm not saying that I'm perfect because Lord knows I have not been perfect at all, and I will try to be better. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so what you, anything more about you no, want to talk about communication? pretty good. And being positive. Um Here's another thing. Be accountable. By that I mean, if you make an error, you hit a pop-up, and they cream, you know, they just smash it right at your partner, you got to say, I am so sorry, that's all my fault. They should have hit it at me, right? You got to be accountable, because trust me, we've all been in there, and you're like, what are they, why do they keep popping it up? Why do they keep hitting highballs, and I'm getting, I'm getting the brunt of it, and I'm trying to say hello. So 
Be accountable. Tell them. If you're missing your serve, say, hey, I, I'm so sorry. I know I'm missing my serve. I'm going to try to get this next, you know, the next time I'm going to try to get it in. Be accountable. You don't have to go on and on about it, but just a little, little bit of that goes a long way. So they say, hey, they're completely aware that they're messing me up. The other thing is with communication, I wanted to say, thank your partner. When they set you up for that put away, you know, they hit that low ball, ball drop, and they popped it up, and you get to be the the showman, and you get to hit that gigantic overhead or whatever it is. Say to your partner when you guys go back, you know, to for the next point, say, hey, partner, great setup. I really appreciate that. Those kind of things go a long way to building teamwork, even if it's just for that one game in an open setting. And trust me, the word will get around, you're great to play with. Right. Since you brought it up, uh, a lot of the people that the people that set up the point, they never get the glory. And it's always the person that's smashing that had to did absolutely nothing but smash the ball. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, they always get the glory when it's the person that set up the ball. Yes. That said it that obviously made them pop it up. And they're always nice smash. Right. So the yes, sideline will say, right. great shot. And then like, I'll go to my partner. Well, yeah, great shot. But yeah. So the yeah. fact that, you know, you guys are saying, hey, good shot. Uh, nice setup. That's always good. That that's a, yeah. it makes the person feel better when they're not getting the glory, quote unquote. Right. Because they're playing the game correctly. Right. Obviously. They're playing correctly. They're playing yes. correctly. And we should give love to them, too. Yes. Right. And now going on to the other uh, aspect that you spoke, when you say my bad or my apologies, Sometimes on the person that is sort of frustrated, that sort of lets them know, all right, well, he's trying or maybe he doesn't know and I just have to adapt to this game. So it doesn't make them as upset when you say it. Now, you don't have to say it the whole time, but right. just once in a while. Yeah, and a lot with tennis backgrounds, we're used to saying sorry, my apologies. You don't have to go constantly that way, but like we're saying, just let them know that you know you messed it up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then you wanted to talk about uh, yes, something now, that happens a lot. Now, this happens a lot. Uh, coaching. A lot of people don't want to be coached or don't like to be coached. Some Especially people, by their partner. Yeah, <laughs> by their partner. Some people may think, uh, you're not as good as me. Some people may say, I'm not here for you to coach me. Uh, don't do that. Now, me personally, when I'm on the court, if nobody asks me, a question i'm not going to say anything i never do that if they ask me a question and they say hey well what could i have done better then i'm going to give an example but other than that i'm going to let them play their game i don't know if they're here to have fun i don't know if they're here because they're competitive so just don't do that yeah and that's it that's a really good point too realize that everyone in that especially in open play they're there for different reasons. They may be just getting their steps in. They may just be there to socialize and meet new people. Get out of the house. Maybe there's a situation where this is their only time to be able to socialize. They may not be there for the big W. Right. So, so keep that in mind. Don't just assume everybody's there to be the winning team and all that. They might just be there to enjoy a social encounter yes. with with other people and then i was going to get touch with you again where you said don't be the coach i think this is a kind of a cute phrase to remember don't be the coach be the cheerleader if you're the cheerleader you're never going to get in trouble 
And I have to say that I have been guilty of saying to someone, it's just because I coach people, you know, hey, check your grip on the next one. I try not to, but sometimes it helps, but you really don't want to get into that because people really don't appreciate it. And also in the middle of a point or in the middle of a game, you're not really going to get much through or it's not, people aren't going to change right at that moment. Right? Right. So I hope bringing this up, we wanted to, we were talking about maybe being, today would be a little philosophical, a little bit real on the real and just, you know, pull back the covers and go, I know that we've been in these situations where, oh, gee, I have to play with them. If it truly is, and you've tried all of this, and it truly becomes where you just cannot play with a certain person, try to avoid the situation so everybody's happy and there's there's no reason. Usually in open play, you can find a way to maybe avoid one particular person. But I think with these helpful hints, maybe it won't be quite as bad. Yeah, I have two uh, quick points. One of them is don't think you're above your opponent. You can always practice whether or not you're playing a weaker opponent. You can practice a shot without killing anybody. If you think that you're bigger and badder than them, remember that if you want to play in that bigger game, you have to practice those shots. A lot of people want to go straight up to the five O's where it's you're not you're going to be the one that's the two five in that game and you're going to be the one making all the mistakes so don't think that you can't get better by playing lesser players and just practice your shots the other thing is there's some sort of etiquette involved i try not to take all the balls from my uh partner at the time i try to let them play their game now when it comes to a poach which is fine because they're at the back of the baseline and they're coming to the net in the non-volley zone that's fine to poach once in a while but i try not to take their balls away because i want them to get just as many hits as i do so just be courteous to one another basically that's true and also if you're on the other team what i would say don't always play all the balls to the weaker especially if it's an open play it's not a tournament you can go ahead and afford to hit to the weaker and the stronger you know, try to give those stronger persons some some balls as well as well as the weaker. It doesn't always have to be that way. I see, I have seen that quite a bit, um, where they avoid the stronger player. Don't do that. You know, let's let's even it out so everybody gets equal equal play. I know it's not person. You know, you can't go. Okay, I gave you five balls. And I'm gonna, yeah, I know, but but try to equal it out, right? Yeah, so people, that makes a lot of sense. So people have a you know they don't feel like. Well, gee, I came out and spent two hours, and half of the time, nobody hit to me. Right. Right. So, so is there anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, I hope, I like I said, I just wanted to kind of have an open conversation about it to where everyone, you know, just throw out some helpful hints. Hopefully, this, help, this helps. Okay. And that concludes the Pickleball 411 episode. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. See you guys next time. Why'd you call me out?